find it interesting that Luna started singing from Romans chapter 8. I was meditating on this today and praying this. And it says in verse 31 that he who did not spare his own son, this is verse 32 actually, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? It's talking about the resurrection. Who shall bring any charge against God elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ is the one who has died. More than that, who was raised from the dead, who is at the right hand of God, who has, who who indeed is interceding for us. And who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written? For your sake we are being killed all the day long and we are regarded as sheep to the slaughter. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are more than overcomers through him who has loved us. For I am sure, or I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Lord, we come to you tonight. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your intercession. We thank you for the gift and the groaning of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for your character and your nature. And Lord, we just confess whether we are going through tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, in all these things you have called us to be more than conquerors and overcomers that stay faithful in the fight, that stay faithful in pursuit of you. No matter what life brings, Lord, we thank you that this is the victory that has overcome the world, that it is our faith, that it is our trust, that it is our love for Christ Jesus. This is the victory that overcomes anything that the world wants to derail us by. Our faith in Jesus Christ. So Lord, I pray right now that you would release in us an overcoming spirit. I pray right now that you would strengthen us. Lord, we thank you for the journey. We thank you for the race. We thank you that in all of life, nothing can separate us from your love as we reach, as we continue, as we pursue, as we set our eyes on you. And Lord, we thank you that you give us power for conquering, power for overcoming. I'm just thinking all of the 
encouragement to the seven churches. If you overcome sexual immorality, I will give you, and then he just keeps going, I will give you the crown of life. I will give you some of the hidden manna. I will give you and let you eat from the tree of life. I will let you sit on a throne and reign with me. I will put you in my temple forever. If you overcome unbelief, if you overcome sexual immorality, if you overcome the world, if you overcome suffering unto death, I will give you the crown of life and you will never be hurt by the second death anymore. If you overcome lukewarmness, you will sit on my throne with me. Lord, we ask you right now, release the grace to overcome. Release the grace to overcome. No matter what situation life has us in right now, distress, tribulation, Lord, we ask you for that overcoming spirit by the Holy Spirit. all stand up. We're about to there's a there's a battle that we're moving into here. There's a decree. There's decrees. There's declarations. There's things we're going to speak into, prophesy tonight. Uh, Dan's going to just speak to it in a second here. And But this fear, this anxiety, let me ask you something. I just want to get just a show of hands and let me just say I've felt it. I've been in it. Um, like there's this been this for me that I what I felt is a spirit of anxiety, almost like a weightiness, a heaviness. And uh, I'm just curious to see like uh, if if there's if I'm the only one or if maybe there's others that are just feeling that that sense that that weight that anxiety that it could be like a fear, but it could just be this like just heaviness. I'm realizing right now this there's there's just something that's that's uh, the enemy is trying to do right now, and what he does is we'll probably go back into it, but just with you see it all throughout. When God wants to move, the enemy is going to try to come in, and he brings fear, he brings anxiety, he brings unbelief, he brings. Uh, <laughs> did the Lord really say? Uh, there are things that, that the enemy will try to come in when when God's about to do something, when there's a calling or assignments on our life to step into something, we've been feeling like there's a launch, there's a wave, there's, th- there's something that's about to break, there's something that's about to happen. The enemy knows it too. And so what I love is when we feel this anxiety, this, these things coming on us, this, this fear kind of coming in, it's, oh, there's something about to happen. There's something about to shift. There's something about to break. And, and so this isn't a bad thing. This isn't something to go, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's when Nehemiah built the wall. Multiple times, uh, Sambalot and, and Tobiah, they, they, they tried to bring fear in to stop them from building the wall. Uh, but there was an assignment. He knew what he was supposed to do. We were in Romans 8, and Marcus was actually gone. Marcus was uh, out of town these last couple days, and we had a staff meeting. And Romans 8 was something we, we hit on uh, on Tuesday. And it's, so just to reiterate what, what the Word says here, it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And, and I love the, the kind of the, 
the steps here, shall trouble. Trouble's like the little stuff. And then it gets to the next level. What about hardship? <laughs> and then it goes to the next level. What about persecution? And then, oh, famine. And what about nakedness? And then dangers, like when you're in danger of your life. And then sword, you're dead. Shall any of those things keep you from the love of God? And there is, there is this position. I feel like all we've experienced really for the most part here in America is trouble. Like we haven't even hit level two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> we're, at, we're at level one right now. And, and, and already, I feel like, like there's, we're like, oh, man, okay, we, we've got we've to set some things in order here. What is it that, that keeps us from that fear and that anxiety? What's the thing that stabilizes us? It's Jesus. It's his love. It's a perfect love that casts out fear, that removes fear. So when we're established in that place of love, fear has no place. And so, which is what it's saying right here in Romans 8. This is this, it, it's, it's his love. We, nothing can separate us from that love. It's his perfect love. And so all those other things, we become overcomers in those things. It says, know that in all these things, in all those, those hardships, that now we're more than overcomers. Through Christ, who loved us through his love. So we're, there's something, I feel like there's, there's, when we say there's something about to break, I feel like it's fear, it's anxiety, it's those things that are breaking. Why? So that, because when, when we have the fear, anxiety, when there's that place of unbelief, it shuts our mouth down from prophesying the very word of the Lord. But when we, and so the enemy would love to shut that down. But when we operate in power, when we, when we have operate in a place of faith, trusting in the Lord, this is where the decrees, the declarations that go forth when we prophesy as the Spirit's being poured out, as He's revealing His very heart to us and the things that we're to declare and decree, things begin to change. We see heaven come to earth. We see His kingdom come. We see people come into the kingdom like we've never seen before. We see revival begin to happen. So something is about to break. Something is about to shift. Um, Yeah, let's just do this. And Dan, why don't you come up? And uh, Dan, there's some things he needs to speak into. They're going to stir you up. But as we're standing, just put your hands out. I was going to pray it. I feel like you're just supposed to pray it. Every, you just begin to pray. You, but here's the thing. I just want you to ask the Lord just to receive his love the fullness of his love, that he would open our eyes and ears to see and know what he has for us, what he's already given to us, and that what we operate in, and this is where we become his children, to fully move out in this time as we're declaring war on the enemy, as we're taking territory in this time. So just between you and the Lord right now, and I'm just going to pray, Lord, I just pray right now that you would reveal your love in a greater way that we would just experience it in 
in different moments and different times, but Lord, this would be a season where we are captivated by your love. There is an oil of refreshing that is coming over us in this very time. We are aligning with your plans and your purposes right now. But Father, open our eyes to see. Remove the veils. Every one of us, there are veils. There's still veils. There's things that we don't understand. There's, there's, this is where fear comes in. We don't have the fullness of his love. That perf when perfect love comes in, there is no fear. Lord, I ask you for your love to be poured out right now. That you would break off all fear, anxiety, that it would be broken off right now in the name of Jesus. We declare right now that fear, anxiety, unbelief, things we go, I don't know if I can do that. No, you can't. But you're more than conquerors through Christ. But I thank you that we would have an understanding of who we are in Christ, the authority that we walk in in Christ. And that today would be a new day. It is a new day of destiny that dawns over us right now. So, Father, I thank you for what you're shifting, not just in this place, but across Colorado right now, across the churches of Colorado. Open up eyes and ears across Colorado of pastors, of churches. Open up the mouths, Lord, of those that we would declare and decree the very promises of God, the very word of God. We're not declaring our own thoughts. We're not declaring our own things. We're declaring we're coming up to the heavenly places. We're, we're being brought up to those heavenly places. He says, come up here and let me show you the things that are about to come. Why? Because we're going to declare them and we're going to decree them that on earth as it is in heaven. Why does he show us? So that we can bring heaven to earth by the Spirit. So, Father, I thank you for what you're moving us into. I thank you that it is a new day the dest of destiny that dawns. I thank you that there is a new song that is breaking forth in this time. It's coming out. It's a song that's never been sung. There are words that are going to be spoken, things that are going to be declared and decreed that have never been declared and decreed on the face of this earth. And it's for such a time as this. It is for now. We're building this wall. We're establishing something for the kingdom right now. And it is all about souls. It is all about the souls. <laughs> so, Father, I thank you that you're strengthening the work of our hands. You're establishing the work of our hands in this season. Lord, I thank you for the grace of God that is being poured out. Lord, it was just this morning, I just felt like the Lord saying, I am going to teach you in this season how to live out of my grace. To live from that place of true grace that we, it is by his grace that we have strength. It is by his grace that we have the giftings to do what we're called to do. It is by his grace that we have life in Christ. So Father, I pray right now that you would reveal to us how to live by your grace. How to live out of that place of your grace, your love that is lavished on your children. Lord, that we would walk so closely to you with our eyes on you. Our hearts turn towards you, fully open, rendered hearts towards you, a wholehearted devotion to you, lives laid down. If sword comes, it doesn't matter. It does not separate us from the love of God. It cannot separate us. So, Father, I thank you that our lives are not our own. We've surrendered our lives. You can't kill a dead person. <laughs> Lord, I thank you. We now live for you. Our life is in you. 
And Lord, I pray that there would be nothing that would hold back our voices, our mouths from singing the new song, the declarations, the decrees that are supposed to go forth in this season. We are going to war. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless your name to say hallelujah. We choose to come up high tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, we say hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, the victory has already been won for us. Lord, we say hallelujah. We bless your name, God. We thank you, Lord, you cause us to triumph in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Tonight we're going to stand. There is an open portal. A prophetic day today and tomorrow. I had a lady come up to me as at a church in the mountains and she said there's a river that's about to explode in in Boulder. She said I saw it so specifically God gave her the cross streets that she saw the river coming out of. I got a call today from a pastor in Florida. A very powerful pastor. Pastor's a great work just north of Tampa. Had a significant dream two nights ago where the Lord showed him a massive river breaking loose in Colorado. He said, the river of God is coming through your state. He says, tell the people they're equipped and ready. I'm shotting their feet. They will not slip. He said, the prophetic anointing is about to break out on Colorado so powerfully and tied to it is souls like you've never seen before. The spirit of prophecy is erupting on the high places, he said. He said, and tied into it, you will see the greatest anointings of the prophetic decrees and declarations and what's tied into it is the most powerful resurgence of souls that we've ever seen before. He said, it's coming. He said, tell the people to get ready. Over the last several nights, I've been getting up between two and three o'clock in the morning unsettled where the Lord keeps saying, I want you to get out of bed. I want you to prophesy. He said, I'm not concerned about your comfort right now or your rest. I can make up for all of that. I need you prophesying. I need you declaring because everything is about to change. I too have been feeling that pressure there's been immense pressure where the enemy's trying to come in lies. That's exactly what he did to Nehemiah when they were building. It was 140 years. I want to read this to you. Here's the prophetic portal we're standing under. Today is the day of Purim. Today and tomorrow is the day of celebration. Today was the day of victory on the 13th day of Adar, where the spirit of witchcraft was broken off King Ahasuerus, who was deceived into going after the Jews as they were the enemy and he wrote a decree that the Persians could annihilate what they thought to be their enemy. And Esther stood in a place that we have been as a church. She stood into a gap for such a time as this, called a national fast amongst her people. No food, no water for three days and they sought heaven. And on this day, the witchcraft was broken off the king's mind. He was delivered of a delusion. And he was so gripped with what he had just done is he signed, a wicked, he, he, he signed a wicked pact and signed it with his signet ring. And he was so gripped, the spirit of truth hit him through his servant. And his eyes were opened and he says this to, to Esther. He says, you yourselves are going to write a decree concerning the Jews as you please in the king's name. And you will seal it with the king's signet ring. For whatever is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's signet ring, no one can revoke in verse 16 it says the remainder of the Jews in the king's provinces gathered together and protected their lives and they had rest from the enemies and they killed 75,000 of their enemies today is a prophetic day 
where God is breaking a spirit of witchcraft off Colorado. Where people, where pastors, our government leaders have been unable to see and unable to discern. They've not known their right hand from their left hand. And the church says, stop being angry with them. They're spiritually blind. Stand under the anointing of the king tonight and begin to decree. And whatever you decree, Jesus says, I will stamp it with my signet ring. And whatever you decree in my name, it shall be done. And it cannot be revoked. Nehemiah was sent to go forth and to build the wall. This is a powerful declaration. When Pastor Mike a few weeks ago was really leaning into the abortion topic, this is what ripped into my spirit on Sunday morning. By the way, I heard this on Friday night. That's what he said to me. You know, we have dry districts all over America that have come out of past revivals. And the Lord said to me, he says, if every abortion clinic were to remain open and it is the law of the land, I will so move upon these cities that nobody will even demand an abortion. The clinics can stay open. The bars stayed open in, in Cane Ridge, Kentucky, but there was nobody to drink because the conviction and the fear of the Lord fell upon entire communities of people. There was no longer a demand to drink. That's the same thing that's coming to our state. The Lord says, I, I, he said, if, what if we do shut down the abortion clinics, but the heart of men is not healed? And the spirit of death remains upon a people who want to take their baby's lives. They've not been healed and not been reconciled to their creator. He said, we can leave those open, but I'm going to move the hearts of men to where the fear of the Lord and they love their children and they stand. So we're going to decree that. Here's what Nehemiah, the Lord speaks to him. The walls were laid waste for 140 years around Jerusalem. Nehemiah said it was a reproach. And he grieved that he cried out for the city of Jerusalem. There was no protection. Its walls, its gates were burned with fire. They were broken down. And the Lord gripped him because the time of the Lord had come. 140 years and the affection of God turned back towards Jerusalem. He said, now it is time to rebuild. And he moved the heart. Ezra had been prophesying for years about the rebuilding. And here comes the wall builder, Nehemiah, steps riding upon a prophetic spirit from his, his cohort, Ezra. And he rides on a prophetic anointing that was been prophesied, and he steps into a moment. And all of a sudden, Sanballat, whose name means sin, approached him and began to confront him. And they said this, what is this thing that you are doing? Will you rebel against the king? Because Jerusalem was under the authority of a pagan king. And God said, I don't care whose governance is over this city. I have turned my affection. This city now belongs to me. It doesn't matter what politicians are doing. God says, I am setting my affection upon the high places of Colorado, and I will turn this state for my glory, no matter what unrighteous decree comes out of the spiritually blind. We are going to be redeemed by the river of the living God pouring through Colorado and setting our state ablaze for His glory. Into every home, into every street, into our capital, we're going to see everything that you have imagined with your eye, you will see it in the name of Jesus. And here's what Nehemiah responds. He said, so I answered them and I said to them, the God of heaven Himself will prosper us. Therefore, we His servants, we will arise. We will build, then he says this to the wicked king. He says, you no longer have a heritage here. You don't have a right, and there will be no memorial for you in this city. Hallelujah. This is why there has been pressure against you and I. It's because of the collective voice of the decree. There was a word that went out, pray. 
because the laborers' hands are growing weary at the capital. They were there till 4 o'clock in the morning. And I'm telling you something, the enemy knows everything is being shaken right now. And he is trying to weary you and I. The only option for us is to come up high and get our roar back and operate in our authority and command this anxiety to leave us. It's a trespassing spirit. It only has access if you think it does. It's on private property and you need to make a decree tonight and decree strength. We're going to go into this Isaiah 52. This is the word of the Lord over the church. Isaiah says, awake, awake, put on strength. Put on your beautiful garments for the uncircumcised and the unclean thing shall no longer come to you. Shake yourself from the dust. Arise. Listen to me. If you're under pressure, then figure out the power in your mouth. Come on. There's authority in you to decree and to establish. Do you understand that everything that can be shaken is being shaken right now? Our nation is reeling to and fro under the weight of glory that's coming to our country. A weight of glory like we have never seen before. We are ripe and prime when wars and rumors of war and the nations of the earth are shaking and tremors and upheavals and government breakdowns. This is the time in the second great awakening that was the same culture when God shook America and the nations of the earth in the early 1900s were 120 years ripe for a move of God. He says, sit down, come into that rest. Loose yourself from the bonds around your neck, O captive daughter. For thus saith the Lord, you have sold yourselves for nothing, but you shall be redeemed without money. Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he who speaks. Behold, it is I. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who bring the good news, who proclaim peace, who bring glad tidings of good things, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Your watchmen shall lift up their voices. With their voices they shall sing together, for they shall see eye to eye with the Lord when the Lord brings back his people. Break forth into joy. Sing together, you waste places, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed his city. So Lord, we bless your name. Father, we declare tonight that the hands of the laborer are not failing. They are not growing weak. We declare even into our capital in the name of Jesus, we call forth every state legislature. We call them into salvation and a confrontation with the fear of the Lord. We bless them in Jesus' name for their eyes to be loosed and the bondages around their necks to be broken. We declare the spirit of death that is set upon Colorado. We declare the author of life plants his feet upon the high places of Colorado and establishes Colorado as a city of refuge, a state of refuge. We declare the glory of God to come upon this entire state in the name of Jesus. And we come into agreement with people are seeing. Lord, let the river of God break forth in this state from the north into the south in the name of Jesus. God, you're setting everything in order. Let everything that can be shaken, let it be shaken for your glory. Tonight, we decree great strength over your people. We speak life into the churches, into pastors. 
We say, awake you who sleep. Put on strength. Loose yourself from the bonds around your necks. Lord, we declare life tonight and we serve notice to anxiety and every lying spirit. Listen, these things are lying to you because it's trying to intimidate you. Because when you come under intimidation, you lose love, power, and a sound mind. God said, I've not given you the spirit of fear. Other translation says intimidation. So we set ourselves free tonight. Come on, remember the laying on of hands upon you. Remember the prophetic words of fire. Remember the decrees over our state. Prophesy. Stand strong in the name of Jesus. And we declare tonight the cloud that's been hanging over the people of God is broken in the name of Jesus. Lord, great light of heaven shine down upon us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Come on, lift your hands up. Come on, no more passivity. We're going to be aggressive. If you get woke up at 2 in the morning, 3, start pacing that floor and make powerful decrees. Come on, they built that wall on the 25th day in 52 days. They completed an impossible task and hung all of the gates and began to bless it. 52 days it was completed. So we declare the completion, the work of God in our state in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I feel like there's some, some of you in here that I want you just to come up and we're going we're gonna to just declare and decree some things right now, pray into some things. Uh, yeah, I just want to say one thing. I, I, I've been, Lord gave me just something back on, on uh, it was either January 12th or 13th, and uh, that something was actually going to shift even today. Uh, there was something that was going to open in the heavens, and I felt like the Lord said, decree it and declare it. Uh, which took me to Isaiah 64, and it says this. It says, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. And I feel like that there's actually a decree and a declare of this, to, to decree this, to declare it. It's what the Lord desires to, to do on earth as it is in heaven, that we are actually, we're breaking through this, this the, uh, the darkness, the iniquities, the things that have been set up uh, over this state. And so there is something that's going to break through. And the Lord is actually, his desire is to open up the heavens. And then right after that, it says, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. And then it says that the mountains would tremble before you. And these mountains, these are these high places that have been allowed to be, that we've allowed to stay in place. It's the, it's the iniquities. It's, the, it's abortion that has been okayed in a sense that we've just kind of stayed quiet and we say no longer this is a mountain that will come down this is a mountain that will tremble when the Lord opens the heavens this mountain will tremble there's a uh, in Isaiah 40 it says this it says the voice of the one calling in the desert prepare the way of the Lord make straight in, in the wilderness a highway for our God and then it says every valley shall be raised up this is talking about people. This is saying, hey, we're actually coming. This is where people are coming into the kingdom. But then it says this, and every mountain and hill will be made low. These are the high places that are being dropped, that are being brought low. So yes, I'm going to just, I'm going to declare and decree it. But then I want you guys come up and just, let's begin to just speak into this. Uh, 
whether it's over the abortion issue or other things that are going on right now <laughs> across the state of Colorado in America, there's an awakening that is happening right now. So Father, I just, I take hold of your plans, the, the very things that you desire to do right now in Colorado. Lord, you said that you're gonna open up the heavens. So Lord, we just declare that right now. We decree that right now. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and that you would come down. Lord, we say come down right now. Open up the heavens right now and come down. Shake the mountains. Tremble these mountains before you, Lord. Make them shake before you. As fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil, come down and make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. True. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. It says, since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. But we wait upon you. We set ourselves in alignment with you. And we say, Lord, rend the heavens and come down. Make your name known among the enemies. Shake those mountains that have been lifted high, that have been set up high. Remove those mountains. Bring those mountains low. And Lord, we say in every valley, Lord, I thank you. This is our opportunity to come alongside those, that there would be a revival, that there would be a, a harvest of souls. Raise up those valleys. Lord, I thank you that there is a, a way that you're making, a highway of holiness. Lord, do it. Do it today, Lord. Let this be the start. So open the heavens, Lord. Jesus, thank you. So just we need to really lean into this river and rain. Um, the very night that that pastor had a dream about Colorado, Abby had a dream that night. three weeks was it three weeks ago rain started coming out of the ceiling here falling in the middle of our service and as soon as I heard that I was like we need to lean into the rain it's coming the rain of God is coming he told me he was going to share the dream um, so it was uh, last night I had a dream and I don't usually if I dream I don't remember them uh, but this one I did remember and so in the dream I was looking at a river and the river was frozen over, and people were just, like, out there walking on it. Um, and then I left and came back, and the river was thawing, and the water level was way higher than what I could see when it was frozen. Um, and, like, I couldn't go as far when it was frozen over. And I, like, I just, I took mental note in the dream of, like, oh, the water's so much higher than I thought. And in the same dream, um, I don't know if you guys know what a snow squall is, but it's just like a super intense burst of wind and snow. Um, but in this dream, it was rain. And so I was sitting in a car, the, the dream just kind of like shifted. And I was sitting in a car and this, these squalls of rain just started hitting 
and I was so, it was, the water was so intense, like it just seemed like the sky literally just cracked open and water was pouring, and I was so afraid that the water was going to break the windshield of the car that I was sitting in, um, and so it would just like be a burst of water and it would stop for a couple of seconds, and then it would just be another burst, and that just kept happening, um, and so that was, that was the dream. So cars represent ministries, churches. Mike was in the dream too, and he's pulling, he's getting people out of the river. And it came, it was about to crush through the windshield. We're about to see the crushing, and the, here's the thing. The church has been walking on a frozen river, but being in, unimpacted by the river. We've been cold. It's what, it's what Marcus was saying tonight about the seven churches, the lukewarmness. And all of a sudden, God's saying, I, I'm gonna, this river is melting. I believe, I, feel, I believe the condition of the church so many of us have been crying out for the fire of God and his fire has been falling on us and he's found people that are saying Lord we'll be the consecrated ones if one have the power to put a thousand to flight in spiritual authority then when one submits to consecration I believe it causes a thousand people to come under that same spirit of consecration if we could see into the spiritual realm that's why the enemy goes after so many of you because of your realm of influence when you come into the fire of God the consecration of the spirit you begin to decree you don't realize the realm of governance that you have who's getting impacted through your obedience through your prophecy that's why the enemy is always trying to oppress so we close our mouths so the river began to thaw and then the level rose up and began to affect everything and then the rain of heaven came so powerfully we're not going to have this is not the season for the sprinkle we're going to be overwhelmed it's going to be like i've seen some of my friends in the glory crying out for it to lift they thought they were going to die we're in the days of the glory of the lord coming the king of glory is coming and entire cities are going to come under the glory at one moment where everybody will be incapacitated so here we got people outside the state people in the state having dreams and revelations of rivers of life coming and then Robbie James just told Pastor Mike, was it today? That, that uh, they, they wrote songs, three, three of them wrote songs. Yeah, Robbie James said this today. I didn't know this about the river, um, but Robbie James, who's the pastor up in Kremlin, uh, said just this past weekend, he came in and he had a song, a prophetic song. He went to write on a, a book that he's writing and the Lord gave him a prophetic song about the, the river water rising. And as he came in, he was going to sing it, and somebody else said, I got a song about the river water rising. And then his son said, and they just got it that day, and then his son said, I got a song six months ago about the, about the river water rising. Three people had the same songs, different words, but all about the, the river water rising. And uh, so they were both saying, well, our, Robbie's son actually was a little bit ahead of them. <laughs> He got it six months ago, but the other two got it just this weekend. So, yeah. But, and then, and then Ray's just, I don't know when you had this word, but just. Um, the Lord was, I was hearing on two, 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 two. He says, um, a river from heaven, from the throne room is opening. The veil is parting on earth as it is in heaven. Look to me. Uh, it is time. Look into my face. My face knows you and loves you. Um, the door to heaven opens now by the praises of my people. 
Let me show you. Stay in a place of praise continually. The shepherd is here. Let me guide you. Um, be prepared. Trust me. I know the way. I am the way maker. Uh, I am faithful. I am be obedient for the fruit of the Spirit and the operation of the gifts, the fruit of the Spirit, especially love. Let the flow begin. The river is fresh from the throne room, and it's filled, and it's filled. So now declare, 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 declare. I fight your bottles. I can stop time if need be. I know the plans. So, Lord, we do. We stand here in, in this river, this fresh water from the throne room. Fill us up. And as you fill us up, let us leak it out wherever we go. This river is for everybody. And, Lord, let us look to you, that our shepherd who knows the way, that we can trust you, that you are worthy and faithful. And, Lord, let us declare we declare to every mountain, we have the faith. Let our faith rise up, Lord, that we can declare to every mountain of sin and inequity. We say, mountain of abortion, we cast you into the sea. Mountain of fear, we cast you into the sea. Mountain of anxiety, we cast you into the sea. In Jesus' name. So I feel like there's some of you be, like come up here and uh, just begin to pray into this, begin to speak into this. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to read 1 Samuel 2, but I'm going to read it as a declaration over us. This is Hannah's prayer. And her prayer was about being barren, but there's more kinds of barrenness than children. Spiritual barrenness all kinds of barrenness. So, Father, this is my declaration over us tonight. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like the Lord. For there is none besides you. There is no rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let not arrogance come from your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty are broken, but the feeble bind on strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, but those who were hungry have ceased to hunger. The barren has borne seven, but she who has many children is forlorn. The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and he exalts. He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and on them. 
he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall be cut off in darkness, for not by might shall a man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Against them he will thunder in heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Father, I declare this to be true over us and over Colorado and over our nation this night. The funny thing is that I actually had two dreams with rivers. <laughs> Yesterday I had a dream with a riverbank on the left-hand side that was dry. And I could have gone in, but I was told to wait. Those who were told to wait had shirts with a dove. Then last night I had a dream, and there was this distraction. And as soon as I said, you know what, it doesn't really matter. I'm not gonna worry about it. I took a right turn, and there was this riverbank that was full. It was flooding almost. And so I took that turn. And so um, all day the Lord's been just teaching me and, and just showing me the reason for this season of rest in my life, the reason for this time of me spending it just in his face and it's a time of restoration it's a time where I've been getting ready for battle um, and so the Lord took me to Psalm 98 oh sing to the Lord a new song for he has done marvelous things his right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him the Lord has made known his salvation he has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre with the lyre and the sound of melody, with the trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. So Father God, I want to thank you most of all. Thank you because you've called us friends. Lord, not only have you called us friends, but you've called us intimate friends, Lord. And not only are we intimate friends, Lord, but your blood has made us yours. We are one with you, and we are part of you, Lord. We are in your bloodline through the blood of Jesus, and we thank you for that, Lord, because we are cleansed. We have been cleansed, and we have been made one with you, Lord Jesus. Those that will withstand with you in the war, Lord Jesus, those that have the protection of the living God, those that are salvation for all of the others, Lord, because we get the opportunity to pray them in. So, Father God, I want to thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity at this time and this hour where we get to war for you, war as your bride, Lord Jesus, warring in prayer, warring 
in the heavenlies, Lord, because you have given us the authority. and We proclaim victory in the name of the living God, victory over blood, victory over death, and victory over fear. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for that, Lord. Amen. I feel like I'm about to speak to this real quick. As we're going into war, in, in Nehemiah, we're, we're talking about it, so I just, I'm going to go back to this. Catch this. I feel like this is important right now. When, when they started to build, and I feel like the, the church has kind of been in this season where they built the first half of the wall without any weapons, uh, without actually going in or having any battles, any fights against them. They were able to build half the wall. And this is when... Sambalot and Tobiah, and, uh, they were like, okay, now we got to take it to another level. We're going to actually attack them. And so what happened is things needed to shift. And, and here, when we're talking about building, I feel like the building is, it's people, it's going after lives. And, uh, and so when we preach the gospel, when we share, when we hands on the sick, it gives us opportunities for people to come into the kingdom. And uh, but then there's there's this what happened is that second half, then there was the attacks that came. And so what Nehemiah realized is, hey, you're going to have to learn how to fight and how to fight the battle. And so it's not just going to be building anymore. You're going to have a hammer in one hand, but you're going to have a sword in the other. And I see that sword as this is like the sword of the spirit. We're, we're actually now going to use the word of God. When we declare and we decree, we're powerless unless we're using the word of God. That word can be the, the logos word of God. You can speak the, the word of God, this book right here. There is power in the word of God. There's also power in the rhema word of God. Spoken by the Spirit, revealed by the Spirit, where there's things that are spoken, where we declare them and we decree them from heaven to earth, and it's the rhema word of God. When we declare those things, what we're doing is we are taking the sword of the Spirit, the word of God. It is the, that is the rhema. We're talking about the rhema word of God. But there is a, this is where we are going to have a sword in one hand, and then we are going to continue to build we're going to declare and we're going to decree the very word of God and we're going to raise up people. We're going to love people and we're going to bring people into the kingdom. And, and this is so critically important. The other piece of it was that there was a trumpet that was, there was a trumpet blast. And so we're doing these things. Now we're learning to do these things. We're, we're, and we're, we're, I feel like we're at that point where it's like, okay, now you're going to have this. But there was another piece to it. And, and so Nehemiah had the guy with him that would blow the trumpet. He says, hey, when that trumpet blows, you don't just go to war. It's not like everybody go now fight, fight a battle. No, no, no. There was a critical piece to this. You're going to come together. Wherever the trumpet is, you're going to come to that place. You're going to gather together, and it says, and the Lord will fight your battles. There is something so powerful about this coming together, about the unity of the body of Christ in this season, in this time, that we need each other. We're called to come together. We're on this wall, and I, I saw it kind of in two ways. I saw it even just as the body of Christ, and we're like, we're kind of, we're, we're, we're fighting, you know, and we're on this wall. We're building this. We're doing our part for the kingdom, but we're all on the same wall. And then I saw it for churches. I feel like it's for for churches as well that I see like 
it's like here's the rock and then here's another church over here and here's another church on, over here. And the problem is, is everyone's so segregated. They're, they're, they're like, well, I'm just playing my part. My part of the wall is really good right now. These guys over here, yeah, they might be struggling. Ah, it's too bad. You know, they got a hole in their part of the wall. Here's the problem. It's the same wall. <laughs> if your part's great and that part's not good, it's going to have the same impact. The enemy still gets through. He might, you might be like, I'm fine over here, but guess what? They're going to hit you from the backside. So we're called to come together in this time. We're called as churches come together. We're called to be one as the church that we would strengthen each other because it's the same wall. But I feel like even just us individually, that it's the same thing, that we can't do this individually. We're called to come together. We're going to have a hammer in one side where we are raising people up, where we're seeing people come into the kingdom. We're going to have the sword of the spirit in the other side. We're going to have, we're fighting the battle. And then when the trumpet blows, we are coming together and we are going to see the Lord move. Where two or three are gathered in this place, there I am in the midst. Where one can send a thousand to flight, two can send ten thousand to flight. There is going to be power in the unity coming together and then declaring and decreeing the things of the Lord. Does this make sense? I just it just kind of hit me as I'm, some of it I was already in, and now it's like, oh, this is what we're moving into. This is, we're learning how to use this sword right now. And, and, and then just this last part, this is so cool. So here's, they, they're doing this, and it says, uh, it says they were all trying to frighten us, thinking their hands are going to get too weak for the work, and it will not be completed. And so Nehemiah goes, but I prayed. Now, strengthen my hands. So, Lord, right now, where the, that fear can continue to come in, and, we're, and, and even that, just that, oh, I don't think we can do it. I don't think we're going to make it. I feel like the Lord's going, no, you're going to make it. I will strengthen your hands. At the beginning of this year, the Lord said this. He said, this is going to be a year of, of strengthening of the hands. I don't know if you remember, January 2nd. Uh, we declared it, we, we spoke it, and said, the Lord is going to strengthen our hands in 2022. And, I, and at the time, I was like, I don't know exactly what that means. But the Lord said it, we're decreeing it, we're speaking into it. Now it's becoming much more clear what the Lord is doing as we're building this wall, as we have one hammer, one hand with the hammer, the other one with the sword. And he says, and he prays, now strengthen my hands. They build the wall in 52 days. And it says this. It says, when all our enemies heard about this, all the surrounding nations were afraid. They lost their self-confidence because they realized that this work that had been done had been done with the help of our God. We can't do this alone. God is the one that's going to fight the battles. But I just, I wanted to, I just want to pray this. Lord, Strengthen our hands. Lord, may we have strong hands to do the work, to hold the sword and to wield the sword and to hold the hammer as we build up this wall. Lord, may we build up this wall in record time as we do this together. Lord, may we have eyes to see and ears to hear what you're doing. And when that trumpet blows, Lord, that we would come together we would come together in these times. We would fight as one. And Lord, you say, in those times, you will fight the battle. 
just as you did with Jehoshaphat. Yes. Lord, you fought the battle. You were the one that did the ambush. You were the one that set, set things straight. Just as you did with Hezekiah when he laid it out and, and Sennacherib was, was saying, I, I'm going to take you out. And, he, and he, tried to, he tried to bring fear into the situation. And, and Hezekiah lays it out before the Lord. And the Lord takes, takes him out. Takes out 185,000 soldiers in one night. The angel of the Lord comes through and takes him out, wipes him out. Father, I thank you that you are the one that fights our battles. We play our part. Lord, teach us how to wield the sword in these days. Lord, teach us how to declare and decree the very words of the Lord. As we take your written word, Lord, may we use it and declare and decree. As we take the word of the Lord, as you speak to us by your spirit, as you reveal all truth to us by your spirit, Lord, I pray that we would declare it and we would decree it, that we would see the enemy run in fear in this time. And the enemy is not people. It's, it's the principalities and the powers that, that have blinded the minds of unbelievers. So, Lord, I thank you that you're going to set captives free. We're not against people. Lord, I just pray that, that we would stop cursing people. We don't declare and decree against people. We declare, declare and decree against the heavenly because we bind things on earth and they're bound in the heavens. We loose things on earth and they're loosed in the heavens. We do not curse people. We bless our enemies. And Lord, I thank you that as we bless our enemies, Lord, our enemies are going to become the very ones that the captives are going to be set free. I thank you that they are going to be the oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. In those times that they're the ones that are going to raise up the ancient ruins. They're the ones that are going to be, uh, that are going to help to build the very things that you're building, to help to build this wall. It is not the people we're against. It is those, it is the principalities, the power of the spirits that, that, that are trying to blind those minds. So we say, open their eyes in these times. Lord, open the eyes of those who do not see you and do not know you. Lord, I pray that this river that is rising, it would be an influx of souls. It would be, this would be the harvest, Lord, that would come forth. We say now, Lord, may we, may our eyes be open. May we look up that we would see the harvest that is coming in this very time. Lord, we say increase the labors in this time. Increase those labors, those that are going to hold this, the sword and those that are going to hold the hammer. Lord, increase those numbers that there would be many that would come to say, yes, we will be a laborer to come and bring in the harvest. This is a new day. And we decree it and we declare it in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the water level that is rising, the river that is rising. And just as, and I, I just, I felt like the Lord said to say this too, there is a double portion coming on the hearts of those that say yes, that jump into the river. Every time that they remeasured the river, it doubled in, in, in height. It went from ankle to knee. It went from knee to waist. And it went from waist to over their head. Every time they remeasured, it doubled. Lord, I pray for a double portion, Lord, to be released of your spirit in this time. Lord, that every time that it's remeasured, Lord, that we would, there would be a greater strength, a greater power, a greater anointing. Strengthen our hands in this time. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Just got to soak in that a little bit. As Mike was saying the word strength in the hands, I've been holding this verse in Isaiah 35. 
and it's just been a burden on my heart this last couple weeks about our brothers and sisters are coming together. We know his commanded blessing is in our oneness and our unity. And the verse I had as he was just saying that, I was looking at it, strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way, say to those who are with a fearful heart, and this goes along with Dan and about uh, the oppression that is lifting. It is lifting. I've gone through it. If some of you know our story with my wife, just we've been going through it with health, so many things. But it's lifting, and there's more divine appointments, and things are beginning to break open. But here, strengthen the hands that those are with a fearful heart. Be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. And along with that, uh, let us not become weary in doing good. For a proper time, we will reap. And I just declare that. Thank you, Lord, for the reaping and the prayers, those who sow in tears will reap in joy. Yeah. And those who sow in abundance will reap in abundance. We thank you for this great reaping, Lord, and we will reap where we didn't even sow. At a proper time, you will reap a harvest if you will not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. And there it is coming together on the wall especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And then uh, Hebrews 12, 12. So be made strong even in your weakness by lifting up your tired hands in prayer and worship, worship and strengthen your weak knees. For as you keep walking forward on God's paths, all your stumbling ways will be divinely healed. So Lord, I, I just thank you that out of all the stuff that we've gone through, we step into destiny. We thank you that we, we sow in faith, we're going to reap in faith. Thank you as a sword, practically, we will step out in the offenses by touching the lives of the people around us. We'll step out and know that you will give us the Isaiah 50, 50 verse 4. You'll give us the tongue of the discipled and the learned to sustain the weary with the word. You'll waken us morning by morning and teach our ears to obey. We thank you, Lord, for the fruitfulness that you have, and we decree it in Jesus' name. Amen. On my birthday, February 16th, 22, this year, uh, Covenant Friends from Bethel sent this, and it says this. Nader Christie, it says, we're in a Nehemiah moment, the time of the hammer and the sword. I hear the Lord say, I am repositioning and realigning my body into a, and listen to this, strategic places to do battle and win victory over the principalities of those regions. In the vision, I, I then saw that each soldier was given both a hammer and a sword. And then heard the Lord say, this is a Nehemiah moment, a window of time to restore, rebuild, and tear down the principalities of long withstanding strongholds over regions and culture. Trust me in this hour, for I am setting you up for victory, and it will come swiftly. 
Someone put your hand over your heart and say, it will come swiftly. Come on, use your voice tonight. Come on, are you ready? Use your voice tonight. Come on, use your voice tonight. Put your hand over your heart and say, and it will come swiftly. It will come swiftly, just as Nehemiah's call to rebuild came swiftly, just as Pastor Mike heard this from the Lord, and as he's releasing this, just as we hear it tonight, we say over our hearts, over our lives, over our families, Father, it will come swiftly. My swift hand of justice will cause you to rebuild in a moment what was torn down over many generations. God is moving his people into a realignment of his will and his way. Consecrate because I'm going to do wonders in your midst. God, we say we consecrate. Father, we say it is a moment now. We hold nothing in our hearts against anyone, anywhere in Jesus' name because this moment is holy. We say, God, now is the time. We say we consecrate, Father, here and now. Come on, I invite everybody. Put your hand over your heart and just say this. It's a consecration now in Jesus' name. It is, a, it is a set apart. It is a holy unto him. It is a no compromise. It is a, it is a moment, God, where we will say, God, over my house, over my family, over this region, we will be a people that are realigned with the heart of the Father. We say sword and hammer we say God release the sound release the fragrance release the victory let it come swiftly Lord God we say right now raise up the ones God that are the intercessor warriors they will say God not on my watch in Jesus name God we say here and now let men and women take their positions God as sons and daughters to know who they are to stand now like they've never stood before and say God this is the moment we've been waiting for our whole lives Jesus come in all your glory we say God even as we cry Maranatha come Lord Jesus even as we say spirit and the bride say come we say God yes we will stand as one we will build this wall and rebuild and be ministers of reconciliation and say God come in all your power come on someone help me come in all your power Come in all your ferocious love. Come in all your might. Come, God, O intercessor king in the heaven. Come and unleash unbridled glory over your bride. In Jesus' name, let it be, God, that here and now that we would... Oh God, there would be a travail in our spirits now. Come on, there would be a travail in our spirits now. There would be a glory, God, in Jesus' name. And we would have our eyes on the King. And here, it says in Colossians 3 verse 1, Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, feast on all the treasures of heavenly realm and fill your thoughts. Someone say, fill my thoughts. Say, fill my thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. I, I, I see this and it says, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed for you are now one with him in glory. Father, I ask right now that our eyes would be set to heaven and we would not be distracted by anything anywhere. It doesn't, Father, we say right now, it does 
not uh, it's not going to distract or keep our or take our eyes away from what you are saying here and now come on one more time put your hand over your heart and just say this say it will come swiftly come on say it say we say we decree it will come swiftly it's here and it's now in Jesus name God we say here and now this is a Nehemiah moment your pastor pastor Mike said this is a Nehemiah moment this is a sword and a hammer this is a moment and we say God here we are we say yes and we say do it now and we say here we are and father and we decree this we decree our children will not be left behind yes come on someone our children will not be left behind we say God our children will be at the forefront right in the center of what you're doing in Jesus name God do it do it now do it in all your glory do it in all your power and all your might in Jesus name do it God do it now do it here do it in Colorado God do it here do it now do it in Colorado God do it here do it now do it in Colorado God do it here do it now do it in Colorado and let the oh let the revival of repentance start and revival of restoration of family start let families come alive let the soldiers be given their sword and hammer and let it start in Jesus name man my spirit is just going off I just feel like uh, the Lord brought this passage, it's three verses, and he was saying that some of the things that the enemy has held over us, held against us in our lives, that would keep us from moving with the river, that would keep us from picking up the hammer and the sword, that would try to keep us from building, I felt like the Lord said once and for all, he wants to take it out of the way and free us. So I don't know what this means for us on a personal level, I'll trust the Holy Spirit to move in that but I'm gonna read this passage. We were talking about decrees, and we were making decrees, and the Lord said, I'm gonna remove the decrees of the enemy that he's had against you that have pinned you down and held you back. Colossians 2, 13 through 15. And when you were dead in your wrongdoings and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our wrongdoings. Verse 14, having canceled the certificate of debt consisting of decrees against us, which were hostile to us. He has taken it out of the way and nailed it to the cross. When he disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them, having triumphed over them. Beloved, I feel the Lord is saying, I want you to realize that anything that would make you feel like you're disqualified, that you're not worthy, that you don't have the right, you don't have the right to pick up a hammer and a sword, that you don't have authority, anything that comes to mind in your life. The, the Lord is saying the enemy has had decrees against you, but he is saying, I removed them. I removed them. And I triumphed and disarmed over the very rulers and authorities made a public display of them, having triumphed over them, and I brought you into that. 
so that now you can decree in my victory and my authority from a place of having the decrees of the enemy that have pinned you and arrested you from moving in that authority to dismantle and tear down structures of darkness in your lives, your bloodline, your family, and in regions. So I just say this in one other translation, the Passion Translation. Same passage, the realm of death, and I prophesy this and I declare this over us, where the enemy has had us pinned down, we have been set free. This realm of death describes our former state. We were held in sin's grasp, but now we have been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return. We are now forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. If we're dead with those decrees of the enemy, we can't pick up a hammer. We can't take up a sword. We can't move in the river because we're dead. We can't walk in authority and build the kingdom. We can't decree because we're dead. He says, I've made you alive, alive with me. And in verse 14, he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. And the Lord said, the enemy has arrested some of us because we've, we've allowed his decrees to stand. He said, let me come now. Jesus, come now. We let you come now and accomplish and appropriate and we receive what you did on the cross. You removed the certificate of debt consisting of the enemy's decrees against us that says you can't, who are you? You won't stand down. We declare right now that you, Jesus, we let you take it out of the way. We let you take it out of the way in our lives. We let you take it out of the way and we humbly receive once and for all your triumph over the powers of darkness that have held us captive and pinned us down in Jesus' name. And just for fun, one verse out of Isaiah 30. I just... Isaiah 30, verse 25. If I can find it. Hold on one sec. This is what the Lord said to declare as my brother Brandon was speaking. And on every lofty mountain and every high hill, there will be streams running with water on the day of the great slaughter when the towers fall. The towers of darkness have fallen and the water is running and the blessing of God is flowing. This, this is very prophetic. I want to share something with you prophetic. 2016 in June, Lou Engel had a very powerful prophetic event in Los Angeles. My wife and I were there. And I was able to get onto the field as several thousand Koreans just exited the field. They flew in from South Korea, several thousand of them. Many of them could not speak English. They came to America. They cried out to the Lord from 3 o'clock in the morning until 6 a.m., asking God to send revival to America. And tonight, we have brothers and sisters, Koreans, that are here with us tonight. I can tell they're covered under the spirit of prayer. And they're going to prophesy. And this brother, I'm telling you, it is a sign and a wonder to us tonight that we are standing at the door of a great awakening in this nation and a great awakening in Colorado. That he's, I have never known anybody who can pray like a South Korean. 
One of my dearest friends, one of my dearest friends in Bible college was a Korean brother. I, that man taught me how to pray. And it's a sign and a wonder to us tonight that you're here. So we bless you and we thank you for laboring over our nation. God bless you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm from South Korea. Our prayer team together. We are praying for the revival of Colorado, revival of the United States, Great Awakening Movement. And then uh, this time, the Psalm chapter 149, chapter 149, verse 6 to 6 and 7, uh, five, 5 and 6. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their bed. Let the high praises of God be in their mouths and the two-edged sword in their hand. It's so important time. In the, I think in this church, so many bride of Christ, bride of, bride of, bride of Christ, and the, uh, white dress, it's time to have a put one military shoes. Have a sword. It's time. Awakening. And then uh, we are we, we not only we are defense, but also attack. It's time to attack. Billions will harvest. Billions will harvest. And then to the the great great vision, the, to the in this Colorado Springs and in this Colorado area. And then I excited by the Pelosol Harvest vision. That do you know that pandemic is a strong sign. Everything changed. New things. That is Jesus is coming. We prepare the great return of Jesus King. And then we all together great unity and great harvest and we need to a great breakthrough breakthrough prayer and breakthrough mission in so many strongholds in the world but it's time to the strong attack all united strong prayer breakthrough prayer need this church I think so the abundant the grace of God anointing of God Will you do something? I just felt as you were talking, and will you pray? But uh, will you pray in Korean? Uh, and just go for it. Just release it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> 우리, 우리 Korean style prayer. Uh, okay, together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 우리 billion soul harvest the great harvest, the great unity, great breakthrough. The great return, yes, I'm going to ask. The great return, yes, I'm going to ask. The great return, yes, I'm going to ask. The great by God's hand, uh, and the center of the God's move, uh, movement.
죄한번 외치고 기도하겠습니다 주여 하나님 아버지 주여 하나님 아버지 하나님 이땅 가운데 임하여 주시고 하나님 아버지 이 교회 가운데 임하여 주셔서 하나님 영광이 임하게 하여 주시옵소서 하나님 아버지 깨어나게 하시고 살아나게 하시고 다시 한번 이 하나님 아버지 미국 땅에 하나님 영광이 임하게 해주시고 살아계신 하나님 능력의 하나님 임하여 주시옵소서 능력 하나님 임하여 주셔서 이땅 가운데 40년의 하나님 아버지 가뭄이 있었는데 이제 다시 가뭄이 끝날 때입니다 하나님 스피리찬 드라우티스 오버 하나님 뉴싱스 뉴싱스 레인 하나님 아버지 찬양합니다 하나님께서 다시 한번 이땅 가운데 임하여 주셔서 하나님 아버지 하나님의 영광에 임하게 해주시고 하나님의 살아계신 하나님의 능력 하나님 임하게 해주셔서 하나님 아버지 대붕이 일어나게 하시고 영적인 대각성이 일어나게 해주시고 온 미국 땅을 흔드는 역사가 일어나게 하여 주시옵소서 덕령 하나님 임하여 주시옵소서 덕령 하나님 임하여 주시고 하나님은 제2의 오순절처럼 이땅 가운데 임하여 주셔서 모든 미국 교회가 깨어나게 하시고 살아나게 하시고 하나님의 영광이 드러나게 하여 주시옵소서 하나님 살아 살아있는 하나님의 교회로 모든 성들을 깨워주시고 살아나게 다시 한번 일어나게 하여 주시기를 간절히 원합니다. 주님을 찬양합니다. 주님을 기대합니다. 그 영광을 받아 주시옵소서. 하나님이 마시옵소서. 하나님 제2의 오순절처럼 이마시옵소서 하나님을 찬양합니다. 주님을 경배합니다. 주님이 일어나게 하시고 다시 한번 하나님, 하나님의 영광을 달려가게 해주시고 다 일어나게 해주시고 그리스도의 신부들이 모여있는데 하나님 아버지 가다가 깰 때가 됐사오니 일어나게 해주시고 깨어나게 해주시고 하나님 무기를 들고 달려갈 수 있도록 주께서 은혜를 베풀어 주시기를 간절히 원합니다. 주님을 찬양합니다. 그 영광을 받아 주시옵소서 임하여 주시옵소서 오 주님을 찬양합니다. 은능으로 임하여 주시옵소서 Thank you, Lord. Right, let's just, whew. I feel like we give the Lord a shout. Come on, let's do this. We're gonna, I'm gonna have Dan do it. You wanna, you wanna blow it? Oh, yeah, let's do it. We gotta do the shout. to the creator. So in that new song, Lord, we just say hallelujah. Let's just yell that on, on three, as loud as you can. Hallelujah is, is a universal language. <laughs> Everybody knows hallelujah, but it is glorious song in praise to the creator. It's that hallel praise to the creator. So ready on three, let's just yell hallelujah. One, two, three. So this is the river of life. This is it. 
you know, it's God's presence flowing from his throne through his people. And I loved what uh, Brandon said about the children. We had a vision with River of Life with the children and the people, all the people playing in the river and just splashing. And um, about a month ago, Mike, I got, uh, I also got a uh, song about the River of Life. And I'm not sure what the date was, but I sent it to you, Marcus, on your phone and to you, Luna, in case maybe you want to close with something from it because you're very flowy. And um, if I if I may, um, we're going to get together Friday again in the in the gym. If you want to come from six to nine, and we're just going to play in the river and let the Holy Spirit flow through us. But I'll pray this a little bit, and then you can take over if you feel led, or wrap it up some other way. But since I got a song too about the river of life, I thought I'd jump in here. Heavenly Father, we are yours. That is who we are. Your love flows through us. That is what we do. You are our river. You are our river of life. Everything good flows from you. Flow through us, Lord. We are yours. Flow through us, Lord. Wash us. Make us pure. That the flow would be beautiful and bring new life. We give you our expectations, our hopes, and our dreams. We lay them before you. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. We love you with all of our hearts. You are life, Lord. You are my life, my everything. You are my everything. There is nowhere else to go. There's no one but you. You hold our hearts in your hands. You hold our lives in your heart. Our, life, our lives are in, entirely yours. Our lives are in you. Have your way, Lord. Wrap us in Christ, Lord. Wrap us in you. Enfold us in your presence. Intertwine us in your heart. For you are our beloved and we are yours. We are one. Flow through us, Lord. Flow through us. Impurity, flow through us. Bring life through us, Lord. Bring life, O oh Lord. Raise the dead. Encourage the discouraged. Break the lies and bring your truth. Flow through us, Lord. Amen. You want to just close with a song? Or what do you think? Or just pray? So just put your hands out again. It's going to Psalm 90. At the end, it says this. It says, May the favor of the Lord, our God, rest upon us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Father, I pray that you would establish the work of our hands. Lord, I pray that you would rend the heavens in this very time. Lord, it is not by our power. It is not by our might. It is by the Spirit, says the Lord. I thank you that there is a grace, the river of grace that is going to be flowing, that we're going to step into this grace, and we're going to learn in this season how to live in and through your grace, moving by your Spirit in the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the hammer. I thank you for the sword. But our eyes are on you. We set our eyes on you. We fix our eyes on Jesus. And we say, you are king. You are Lord of lords. You are king of kings. You are king 
over Colorado. You are Lord over Colorado. Lord, let your rule reign over Colorado. In Jesus' name, we decree and we declare that you are king of kings over Colorado, over this nation and over the entire world. Lord, let your rule reign in this place and in our lives. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Let it be so. Love you. God bless you. Here we go.